Welcome to the Leadership Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Jono White. I'm the founder and principal consultant of Clarity. We are an Australian-based consultancy that works with leaders around the world, and our passion is to invest in people to become everything they're meant to be in order to fill the world with healthy organizations that people love to work for and customers line up to buy from. The goal of this podcast is to invest in you and your leadership. If you're just joining us for the first time, then feel free to check out consultclarity.org. That's our website, consultclarity.org. We have so many free resources on there. The most popular being our seven questions on leadership series. We've had more than 1,500 leaders from around the world in all different sectors give their in-depth answers on leadership, what books they love, what they found most challenging, uh, the most meaningful stories, how they how they structure their time through the day. That's free, so go and check it out. And we'd love to interview you about your leadership. I believe you have advice from your experience, your context, and your life so far that is important and can help other leaders. It's also a great way to give back. It's free to get involved, and you can do so by going to consultclarity.org forward slash seven dash questions dash interest, or just Google consultclarity.org seven questions interest and fill out the form that pops up. We have a free resource for you on our website. It's called Leadership Survival Guide. It's a 57-page ebook. It has interviews with 10 world-class leaders, and you can go to consultclarity.org. It's right at the top and get that today. Uh, we also have a daily email that we send out to over 15,000 leaders, and that email contains the highlights, our best content from our podcasts, our blog, uh, my book, uh, the books that we're loving that are out there about leadership, it's also the best way to get access to our masterclasses and workshops before anyone else. And there's also exclusive and limited uh, special options just for subscribers. And you can subscribe by going to consultclarity.org forward slash subscribe. Now, my gift to you is to work incredibly hard to provide the best leadership content I can to invest in you and your leadership. So if you're finding our content helpful, if you find this podcast helpful, then your gift to me uh, could be this. If you, if you do find it helpful, then write a review or rate our content and make sure you subscribe or follow. I can't emphasize enough how helpful that is. It really does help us to get the word out there so we can invest in more leaders to become everything they're meant to be. It also means a lot to me personally when people like you and people in our community share our content on social media. So if you do that, then please do look for me, Jono White, to tag me and look to tag Clarity uh, on whatever platform you're on. And our team, including me, I, I'm always looking to see when people have mentioned us so that I can engage with you. And also we look at sharing content. So if you if you write something about something we've done, there's also a good chance we'll share that with our followers. So if you could do that, that is a massive, massive help as we try to invest in as many leaders as we can around the world. Last of all, you can check out my book about how to deal with difficult people even if you hate conflict. It's called Step Up or Step Out. It's available on Amazon. You can just look up Step Up or Step Out John O'White or you can go to store.consultclarity.org forward slash book and check it out there. I 
have coached leader after leader after leader, and in more than 50% of the sessions, this topic comes up. How do I deal with this person? I'm finding it really difficult, and, and I just want to find a way that doesn't blow up to do a really, just to have a difficult conversation, to lead them better. How do I do that? There's a three-step process that I outline in this book that I believe can help you. Okay, let's get into today's episode of the Leadership Conversations podcast. Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Leadership Conversations podcast. Today's guest is Priyanka Kandalka, and Priyanka is Chief Operating Officer, Remote Integrator, Podcaster, Leadership Coach, <laughs> and uh, has a, her organization called Scaling to Grow. You're really going to enjoy this conversation. Uh, Priyanka is an engineer turned entrepreneur. As I mentioned, being a CEO, Director of Operations, Remote Integrator for multiple six figures and seven figure online businesses. She helps them to scale their business with ease by leveraging systems, automation, and delegation. She is also host of top 1% global ranked leadership-focused podcast for entrepreneurs called Show Up with Priyanka. She is trainer, coach for Tony Robbins and Dean um, Graziosi's mastermind.com students and has coached 1,200 students alone in 2021. Wow. She is leadership uh, coach for other operations executives and has successfully coached 143 directors of operations in 2021 to strengthen their leadership. She's author of the top-ranked book worldwide, Wings of a Woman. She has impacted 3 million worldwide by her work and major media appearances in news and newspaper. She was awarded in 2021 as Top Women Influencer of India. She currently lives in Portland, Oregon with her husband and four-year-old daughter, Anvika, I'll have to check if I've pronounced that right. Welcome, Priyanka. I'm so <laughs> excited to have you on the podcast. I am so excited to be here, Jono. Like this is amazing, and I love talk. I love to talk about leadership. I just get lit up. So I am <laughs> quite very much excited to be here. <laughs> now, the most important question of all: did I did I just pronounce your daughter's name correctly? Because that's very important. How do you pronounce your daughter's name? Yes, you did. The way it looks like, the way it looks like, you say it that way, and you did it absolutely uh, amazingly well. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I and and I love that we were just talking before pressing recording about how after this year, um, you're taking your four year old daughter and Vika to uh, to Taekwondo, and I just love that. I look, that's that to me is such um, the leadership that that is such a great example of leadership, isn't it? You're doing a podcast where you chat about all things leadership, and then you have your family where you take <laughs> taking a little one to Taekwondo. That's I know. That's uh, that's what life's like. So. <laughs> Um, it's so funny. I think uh, once you become a parent, Jono, and you were just telling me that you are going to have uh, like yours is coming soon in April. Uh, yes. I just feel like when you are an entrepreneur and you are such an ambitious person where you're always looking into something positive and we will be talking about uh, positive contagious leadership today. But I just feel like we also have a responsibility. We are leader to our kids and we have to make sure that we are showing up for them and really showing up the path, the roadmap, and eventually they decide their own path. But I think I just love to like strengthen their own uh, leadership. And I feel like Taekwondo, like they all teach you so many different things like discipline, like any other sports. <laughs> yeah, I love that. At, I did a little bit of um, Taekwondo when, when I was younger. It's a great sport. Um, 
So to give our listeners a bit of a window into what you do, and, I, and that bio like uh, is breathtaking with the, am- <laughs> the amount and the scope of particularly around coaching you did last year in 2021, but give, um, give our listeners a bit of a window into what you're doing at the moment and your, and your various roles, uh, your podcasts and, and everything you're doing at the moment, Priyanka. I know it's so much, you know, I, I always have difficulty explaining what I do because I do a lot of things and it's just being a multi-passionate entrepreneur I am. Uh, so I, I worked in corporate for 12 years in automotive as an engineer and I have my master's in industrial engineering. So I have this 12 years of experience and it was in operations and, uh, one of the things I did in 2021 was leaving my corporate job. And like, I knew that when I leave my corporate job, I want to make sure that I make more than what I was already making in corporate. And uh, I was not going to start uh, like that was one of the things I had in my mind. Like that was my decision-making moment where I had to, I quit my job. And in 2021, like 80% of my work is uh, helping uh, multiple six-figure, seven-figure CEOs who are impact-driven, heart-centered, community-focused. Uh, they're online, helping them to scale their businesses through uh, systems, delegation, like empowered teams, streamlined operations, uh, which will re- result in them having more impact, more revenue, and eliminate the chaos which happens. Uh, because when we start our entrepreneurship journey, we are normally wearing all the different hats. Like in corporate, you will have different departments for those. So that's where I go in. I'm the right hand to the CEOs. And I worked with like five uh, powerful CEOs in 2021, helping them to scale their business. I remember uh, I hopped on a business in September in the month of like December itself, like we did some tweaking and in like two days, she, she made like 140 K and it's interesting. It's amazing what I can do when I go in and sometimes it takes, it it took me a while. So when I started my, uh, like my director of operations or COO because of a title changes, um, uh, so when I started, I did not have so much confidence, but after working with five CEOs, now I'm like so confident with the value I bring. And, uh, so that's what I did. That was my 80% of my work. And then 20% of my work was all the other things. Like I have my own <laughs> podcast and, uh, it's, I just, I'm, I'm actually about to post my hundredth episode. That's a big milestone. Congratulations. For me. That's um, massive. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jono. I, I feel like uh, I just love talking to other entrepreneurs, like the way I'm doing it right now. Yeah. And uh, uh, I just love so that podcast is one of the avenues where I talk to entrepreneurs every week around leadership, but also I bring in systems and operations, like how they are building their business, uh, their struggles, how they show up. That's why it's called Show Up with Priyanka. And then uh, that's one of the things I do. Then I also did... Um, I did publish a book. I got a, I became a published author this year. Uh, I do leadership coaching <laughs> for other director of operations like me who beca- who are right hand to the CEO. So I help them to strengthen their leadership based on my own experiences. So that is also, 20, it includes in the 20% of the things I did. Uh, and then I also was a trainer for Tony Robbins where I helped them 
with their expert knowledge to start their business. And I remember I was working with a NASA, like a retired NASA scientist to start her own business from her expertise. So it's interesting, all the different uh, memories and stories and all the people I work with and connect with. And that's makes me, that makes me humming because I love people. I love to work with uh, people who are like really heart centered, really passionate about what they're doing. And they are here to make changes and change the culture. So in short, that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, that's a great summary. Thank you. Uh, tell us a little bit about your story And I'm particularly interested in some of the moments that really shaped you becoming who you are today, you know, whether that was in your childhood, whether that was in your career uh, in automotive, what are some of those moments along the way that have really been pivotal for, for shaping you uh, becoming, yeah, the leader you are today, Priyanka? Yeah, I would say there's a lot of impact from my childhood, um, I did grow up with a dad who is super ambitious. Um, he was in a lot of executive position growing up and uh, always going to that next thing, always have next goal to achieve. So I'm, I'm super ambitious and I, I think I get that from my dad. And uh, when I was growing up, like probably it was like 10th, 9th, 10th grade, I also was a leadership. Uh, I had a leadership position inside the school. I will like, organize events and I will have like 400 students reporting to me and like just the house captain I think that's what they used to call it so I always had this and I will be always in extracurricular activities like it's sports or singing I'm a professional singer and dancer so I will do all those kind of things uh not so good in studies I was always average in studies because I, I used to love to be in everything else and I would probably just study one day before the exams um but then <laughs> I just had this awareness of how things work and like looking at the big picture and like really being there leading <laughs> leading others <laughs> and uh, and then i did my bachelor's of engineering in india and then i came to to do my master's in us and what i found was uh, after i did my master's in industrial engineering i started working in corporate in usa i currently live in usa and uh, there are not a lot of women in, uh, engineers in uh, automotive. Like I will be probably yeah. one in, like it's very male dominated. And uh, one of the things like when I was very new, I still remember the instance, like someone was like giving me a tour. I had just joined this job. They were giving as an engineer and they were giving me a tour. And one of the operators say, says to me, oh, you're like a baby doll or something. Um, and I took it like, I took it really, um, Mm. I did not like that. I was like, there's a way you speak to me or like, that's not respectful, but maybe when you're a young engineers, it's very easy to get those remarks, those judgments. And I knew that I cannot let them say that again to me. So I have to show like, I have to be very grounded but I need to take control of the situation. So very early in my career, I started with a leadership coach and uh, probably you already know her. Her name is Anis Kavana. And she's she has been with me for a long, long time, seven, eight years. And it's interesting. Now I'm a trained under her to be a leadership coach. And now I train wow. others <laughs> around leadership. So it's just amazing. Um, So those were the moments in earlier in my corporate, like being a young engineer in a very male dominated 
uh, and then really understanding my superpower, which comes with um, like being a woman. We are very intuitive. We have really good intuition yeah. and really knowing my superpower of like empathy. Like that's what I connect with. I am very much very like generous, but very empathetic. I can like, like I will work with clients. Like I will go to Toyota plants where my clients were Toyota, Hyundai, all these automotive giants. And it will be different how they will treat my male counterpart and then how they will treat me in the sense. Wow. Uh, they were more, uh, they were more, gen- what do you call it? More like a gentleman and like really like listen to me and like they would love <laughs> to work with me because I was just like bringing best out of them and giving them the best service, best customer service. Um, and like uh, solving their problem and like being like super fast. I'm a good problem solver. So if I get an issue, like in automotive is crazy. Like if you get a complaint and if you don't solve it right away, you can have a million million dollar loss because you make a car in like wow. two minutes. So every two minutes you waste because they have a conveyor that that's going on. And in every two minutes you have a car building. And if you don't solve that problem, if they're production line has stopped. So you have to come up with like a very creative problem solving techniques so that they are running and we don't have a lot of uh, claims afterwards. So I was always the one who was always the run. Like I just had so much energy and then having the leadership coach along with me who helped me to like really harness all the good things inside me, uh, changing all those self doubt into what do you call uh, self-doubt into like more empowering, like what is unique unique inside you? What are your weakness? What are your strengths? What are like, maybe my weakness is I can't like really pick up a 50 pounds of a radiator or something. So I get help then. (laughs) So like really understanding where I can leverage experts, how to leverage that, what are the way to show up uh, so that I can get help and support, not in a way to, what do you call manipulate, but in a way yeah. to like really being authentic and intentional, intentional with your uh, things you want to take care of. So I, I have been always, uh, so I would say that has been one of the uh, moments in my life where I really started leveraging in my corporate intention and authentic leadership, which I teach now to others because yeah. that did a great things about me. And if you talk to any of my colleagues who has worked with me in corporate, they will always have pleasant experience with me because I always showed up for them to support them, to take care of them, to help them. And because of that, there was a reciprocity. Like we talk about this in leadership, like reciprocity. If you do something for good for someone, there will be a reciprocity. I always look into like, it's not only one way street, it's always two way street, uh, yes. whether it's like open communication and, um, I always appreciated that. I always appreciate. I was always grateful for uh, the people I surround with, even the your nemesis, like some of them who will like really, uh, what do you call, like will not get along, but they also teach you so many things. And I have some interesting stories from my corporate, someone who did not see my value, how they changed after five, six months and gave such a great testimonial about my work to my bosses and they started treating me so nicely rather than like treating me like you don't know anything you don't know what you're doing so yeah um, sometimes that's what people will start like they will judge you based on whatever it is and then eventually when they work with you they know how you work how you think and you can change people's um, thinking about you and you can still be 
that person who is respected and like still have a good communication with the people who don't get along. <laughs> so, and then it's all about earning the respect and building the trust. So I think those have yes. played really, that has helped me throughout my corporate to like really get things done and uh, build great relationship. I'm great at networking and that I always owe my corporate for all the experiences, which I bring now to the online world when I help entrepreneurs uh, with mm. their leadership. And uh, I started uh, with, uh, so I think that was one thing, having my own leadership coach was one of the change, change making thing in my own corporate world to yeah. like really understand my superpower as a leader and leading every conversation, not thinking like you need to have a title to be a leader. You are a leader regardless of what title you are in. Um, yeah, love and that. then uh, also understanding uh, Jono was, uh, I did unleash the power within that was Tony Robbins event in 2019. And that was that had a huge effect on me on like, um, finding my voice. Yes, and really going out there like I was probably not like really sh because sometimes it's hard for us to like really be authentic and go out there and tell our stories and Sure. Uh, share our voice and uh, because of the childhood uh, the way your brain is uh, the way the way your brain has been grown up with right uh, that you don't share everything you try and tend to keep it to yourself because you think like no it doesn't really matter to them or if I share that it does it will it make me uh, seen as weak because sometimes authentic and vulnerability yeah. can be seen as weakness but for me I realized during Unleash the Power Within session or that whole seminar, which is a four days event of Tony Robbins. And I really understood that that is what is my strength. My vulnerability, my authenticity is what is my strength. And people want to know your real you so that they connect with you. And uh, I started with my podcast. And because of that, I started with my podcast because um, <laughs> I just knew that there's someone who is out there who wants to hear me and now it's a global podcast it's uh, listened in so many multiple com uh, countries uh us being the top and then second i think is india and then i know australia is also one of them um but yeah it's just like it's it's everywhere where my friends are <laughs> normally all my <laughs> friends listen to me or whoever if they get referred by someone they listen to me but uh, podcast was i would say a game changing for me because then i started talking to entrepreneurs every week yes and it's different thing like they say you're average of five person um but i hang out and with entrepreneurs every week whether it's my clients <laughs> or i'm talking to them on my podcast and they have such a big influence like i'm talking to them but i'm learning so much about myself how i need to think or yes. getting new ideas and um and i feel like uh like I also had a moment, I probably did not say it, Jono, but in 2014, I got fired from one of the role and I thought I was the best. How can they just fire me? And that was my wow. trigger to start my entrepreneurship. <laughs> so um, I did um, during my corporate, I always like, I was like, okay, I need to have a game plan B. I can't let this happen to me again. So I used corporate as a way of like funding my education to for my entrepreneur journey still doing my great job like I always make sure like I do my great job in corporate but all also like starting into my side hustle so I had physical products we were selling furniture then 
some baby products. And then we had our own SaaS business going. Wow. Um, uh, creating apps for uh, improving retention in engineering college. And I was talking to different deans. I was in like early 20s and talking to different deans of engineering university. Uh, it was just a different kind of confidence. But one of the things when I was talking to the deans of the university, um, whenever I will get panic or like, oh my God, there are this, like you normally put people in pedestal, like you're like, oh my goodness, they're up there. Like, how can I talk to them? I'm just 20 <laughs> year old young engineer. Yeah. But I did use a lot of the things which I teach now in leadership, intentional energetic presence. Like I always do this exercise before any important cause, even talking to any, um, uh, like talking to inside like any CEOs or uh, in any difficult conversation. Uh, there's a couple of steps I take, like just to put the, what is the intention? What kind of presence I want to have in this call and what kind of energy I will bring, how I'm going to show up. And they all, I always made a friend. <laughs> like after I spoke <laughs> to the Dean, I will make a friend because I had that, belief system in me which i have set up before even like like preparing yourself and so i wanted to mention that um so i yeah. did do those things and i use leadership like crazy during uh, creating my businesses and uh, and now i talk to uh ceos who are seven figure multiple six figures eight figures nine figures and it's so easy for me because i know where i stand i know my energy is pure of like uh, mm. helping supporting i know yeah. my intentions are good so i think the leadership like just strengthening strengthening my own leadership has helped me so much yeah i think i think your story is incredible uh what i, I want to know what you would say to a leader who might be listening who particularly is a uh, a, a woman in leadership in a sector like automotive like you were in where she's mm -hmm. stepping into a leadership role and and it's it's very male uh dominated still what what advice would you give based on that you know that experience and some of it harrowing and some of it's really built resilience in you but what, what advice would you give to a young um uh woman who's stepping into a leadership role in a male dominated company or industry yeah good question Jono. and i would say um really looking into what strengthens you and i was telling you like women have really good intuition like that's how we are born like if we know something in our gut that is true and um, one of the things i really work around and this is something all about awareness so i feel like there are two parts of your leadership there's an inner game of leadership there's an outer game of uh, leadership Inner game is all around intentions, energy, beliefs, mindset, uh, how present you are. Outer game is all around your communication skill and interaction with others. So the inner game drives the outer game and no one can play that better than you. You control your inner game. So yeah, I feel as an engineer, we get all the skills and tools and everything like we can get that from certification or whether you get an engineering degree or whatever degree you're working on, you get all those skills and tools, but like it can only elevate or it can only take you so far, all those skills and tools. But the most important part for being a leader is to strengthen your inner game. What I mean, 
making mm. sure like when you're talking to someone you're present with them you're listening to them um because if your presence is not on time if you're not present with them or you're burned out they will sense your vibration so it's all about like we talk about this right uh, how is your vibe like we talk about what is the vibe like right like <laughs> yeah. vibe means your vibration like when you enter a room do you make people feel like oh like sh like she's here i'm so happy or do you leave dead bodies around after you leave so <laughs> yeah, I like that. also understanding uh, are you like when someone like are you proactive uh, are you stronger uh, really understanding like how you should strengthen your inner game and like um, and how can you command more presence and create more impact it's very interesting to know that 93% of our impact is from our presence and 7% from our words yeah so wow. can how you say, can you create can you say that again uh, 93% of our impact is from our presence and 7% from our words. That's mind blowing. And it's very important to know that your self-care is your superpower. Self-care is a leadership skill, I feel, because um, you can't have an impact if you don't take care of self-care. So there's a saying like this impact needs self-care more than self-care needs impact as a leader oh yeah sorry so, <laughs> can you say that one again too that's really good yeah so impact needs self-care more than self-care needs impact as a leader yeah so why i why do i say that because what happens is um if you are not truly impactful if you're exhausted or burned out, it's not going to work out. You need to make sure you are taking care of your self-care because what happens is why impact needs self-care for more power and sustainability, but self-care needs impact for power and inspiration. So I think we need to really understand yeah. that as a leader, whether you're an executive level or you're a CEO, that if you are stressed out, like really look into like what is happening and what is happening with your, uh, how you can build your leadership immunity, which is like how you can take care. How can you take care of yourself mm. first? Because if you don't take care of yourself first, because what happens when you prioritize your self care, people sees that, right? Yeah, people see that like you're taking care of yourself, you're hydrating yourself, you're taking pauses in between in between the meetings, you're giving some time for like a uh, buffer time in between your things, right? So that you take a sip of water, and it can be anything. So there are like two parts of building your immunity. I want to talk about that a little bit. Can I? Can I mention that? Joto, yeah, jo please, Jono? please do. Yes. Okay. So there are two part of it, like being and doing, um, like building your own leadership immunity. Being is all about like your self-awareness, your beliefs, your thoughts, your assumption, your attitudes, your intentions, relationship with others. And doing is all around like physical, uh, any kind of like rituals, the language you use, uh, meditation, working together. 
So like really looking into like, okay, if I want to be more present, what do I need to do? So maybe right now I'm talking to you. I feel like, oh, I'm not like you're talking to me, Jono, mm. and you're asking me a question. And if I'm not present, you will, you will, you will feel it. You will feel my energy. Like, oh, yes. she's not even getting me. She's not even responding the what I asked, right? So yeah. why that happens? Because we are not present. So if I know, if I'm self-aware, I'm not present right now, I will take a pause and I will say, Jono, can I go and take care of this one thing which is bothering me? Maybe it's something I need to call or maybe I take a note of it in a sticky note so that I get fully present here. Or maybe I need to just take a sip of water. I go and take a sip of water just to be more present. What is that one thing you need to do right now to be fully present? Asking yourself that. That's a great question. Right. And then... Um, and doing might be some of the example might be like regularly creating some chunk of time for yourself for silence, unplugging, whatever it is, journaling. Um, and like if you are feeling low energy, if there's a grumpiness, impatience, whatever it is, like really understanding that maybe you need to take a 10 minute nap, like just to be like to like come back and show up better, <laughs> like whatever it is, yeah. what is your body telling you, like looking for those signs and uh, yeah, those are the things I will I will say, Jono, like those are the things like if you take care of your self-care, really understand your body, really take those pauses which you need to take rather than like rushing from one meeting to another, but having some five minutes or 10 minutes in between or telling your team like, hey, I will be a little bit late here. Can you take notes for me? Or like uh, offloading something. Sometimes we can offload certain things. You don't have to be in every meeting. Does it really matter? Like. I so often hear like people will come back saying I am busy. Are you using the word like what are what is the language you're using? Are you saying I'm busy or are you saying I'm richly scheduled? <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's fun because sometimes if you look at your calendar and if you feel like there's some things in your calendar which doesn't make sense. It doesn't make you feel good. Like maybe don't have it. Sometimes we don't even need meetings if you have good system in place, right? Because things will still get done. <laughs> yes. Yeah, or you're right. Making that meeting like 15. Yeah. Or making that meeting 15 or 30 minutes, like just touch point with a good agenda. If there's no agenda, don't even have that meeting, right? So yeah. Yeah. Like those are small, small things uh, we need to look into and uh, really identifying. I call that as kryptonites <laughs> they're like immunity <laughs> kryptonites and those are the things which will actually weaken your uh energy field which will like really hamper the credibility and trust that you can build with others so look at that things what are those things which are kryptonite uh are you mm. breaking a promise you made are you making excuses those are kryptonite to your own immunity are you gossiping like are you blaming someone something else yeah. are you playing a role in a drama triangle or like are you complaining are you tolerating things in your environment which you should not be are you avoiding anything are you using weak language uh are you not taking care of yourself? Are you suffering in any way? Are you doing it all alone, not asking for help? Um, are you just tolerating people, places, things that suck life out of you, right? Uh, are you not honoring your own core values? So I think those mm. are like some of the things looking at, but those are the things which like really um, 
hampers your own uh, self-care uh, because when you look at all these different things and like take one thing at a time and like um, really look into what's going on and take care of it like you like your inner game like you make your inner game strong uh, then your outer game is just like communication open communication and like um, like all the skills like it just shows up so i feel like that's how it's all about beliefs and intentions and uh, presence for me it's all it all comes back to intentions mm. energetic uh, energy and presence yeah, there's. Uh, I feel like there's so much more we could we we could explore in that. I did say before we started to you that I I already would love to invite you back for for another episode down the track. But um, I wonder. Um, so I would love to invite you back, and and maybe maybe if we do um, uh, if we do have you back on down the track at some point, maybe we can really drill down on 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 one of these things, uh, particularly if you've got a resource around that time. Um, because there's just yeah, there's so sure. much that you're getting into <laughs> and I would really love to, um, but I'm, I'm just, uh, really want to honor your time and, and, and just looking at the clock. I, I want to, um, I want to just fire through these leadership express questions and go through really quickly. Mm-hmm. So are you, are you ready for that Priyanka? Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's see how we go. Okay. What is a book that you've gifted a lot to other people? Uh, I would say Traction. Traction is one of the book I love about because it's all about operations and leadership. Yes. So I love that. Is that the EOS? Is that where Entrepreneurial Operating System? Yes, I love that book, Traction. Yeah, so do I. Uh, another book I really love is, uh, I, I would say one more book, which is close to my heart, is Ask and It's Given. Oh, okay. Haven't heard of that one. Uh, it's a very much... Um, you don't have to sit and read the whole book, but it's mostly a book. Like if you have something going on in your life, you just open that chapter and you read that chapter. <laughs> okay. That sounds amazing. Um, any great, <clears throat> excuse me, any great podcasts that you're listening to at the moment or other, other sources right now that you're reading, watching or listening to. And by the way, everyone, make sure you go and listen to show up with Priyanka. Cause that's an obvious one, uh, which is <laughs> a fantastic podcast, <laughs> but yeah, any, anything that you're really loving listening to reading or watching at the moment? I'm right now reading two books. I normally read two books at a time. So one is A Slight Edge. I love that book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good the way that book is written. I'm just like, wow. It's just such a simple concept, but it's just that one slight edge. You, whenever you are looking at things, like having that slight edge to look at things. Um, that is one book. And then, you know, the Shark, shark Tank, Barbara? Yes. Carcon. Yes. So her book, I'm reading her book too. So I'm just reading about her story of her Amazing. entrepreneurship journey, how she took thousand dollar to make a billion dollar business. So Ooh, those cool. are the two books I'm currently listening to podcast wise. I love to listen to Ed Milet show. Yep. I love to listen to, um, yeah, right now Ed Milet show. Yeah. That's one of them. That's the only thing coming in my mind, <laughs> but I do listen That's to right. other podcasts too. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I love that. I love hearing about the different podcasts. Uh, a time management or productivity tip or a tool or resource you use for time management or productivity? I use something called Timeular. It's a T-I-M-E-U-L-A-R. It's a Timeular. It's a Timeular. It's a device which you hmm. keep on your desktop. And whatever task you're working on, you it has eight faces. 
uh, on that device and you change that face and it will automatically record on your computer and it will give you a report at end of the week what task you work on for how much time. So I work with many different clients, different projects. So I have face for each one of them so I can understand better how I'm utilizing my time. Oh, that is cool. Timula, love it. Uh, what is a great piece of advice that you've received from anyone in your life at some point? Oh, I would just say it's like taking, uh, uh, what is it? It's one of those things which Tony Robbins keeps on saying. One mm. is uh, proximity is power. Proximity mm. is power. I always believe that. You need to be, if you want to achieve something, you need to be, have the network of people who are already achieving it, have proximity because they will, like even sometimes it's just the connection. I'm always around people. Like that has played such a high dividend in my own life. Yes. Proximity is power. Uh, and another thing is, um, uh unique like you are unique and what you bring to others like there are people out there waiting for you to come out and talk about your offer talk about your innovations talk about your ideas so there's always someone who is out there looking for you so don't ever think like this idea is not going to make sense because you are unique you with your unique personality that is your differentiator and having a abundance mindset for everything Oh, I love it. A movie or TV show that really impacted you? Whew, movie. Oh, my goodness. Um, show. I watch a lot of uh, comedies. It <laughs> yeah. doesn't have to be, doesn't have I to be to, profound. Like, whenever I'm deep. watching a TV. <laughs> Yeah, whenever I'm like watching a movie, like for me, books are like my best teachers. Uh, I would say movie wise, I love the uh, Beautiful Mind. I love um, I love Tony Robbins uh, documentary. I love I love watching documentaries. Um, and then I also love uh, I think there's one Michelle Obama's documentary that was fun to watch. Um, and then I love. Uh, TV show. I love Shark Tank. I don't know why, but just, yeah. I love it. <laughs> no, that's great. They're great recommendations. That's awesome. Uh, if you could only give one piece of leadership advice to a young leader, what would you say? Oh, I would always say your, your leadership is contagious, like how you show up really matters. And understanding, in, uh, understanding that... Um, the gifts that comes from positive contagious leadership is limitless. Uh, really focus on being responsiveness versus attracting resistance, uh, inspiring others versus obligation, lighting up a room versus dooming or glooming the room, uh, authenticity versus fakery. Um, and also like open up conversation rather than shutting it down. Like what are the things you could do to do that? So, I, I, I'm all about contagious positive uh, leadership and uh, that's the advice I will give you. Like whatever you do, hmm. think about does it, make you, does it make you feel light up, happy, humming, or it makes your energy down, really observing your energy and like taking actions from there. Yeah, uh, great advice. And what's the best thing you're doing right now as an entrepreneur yourself that other entrepreneurs and leaders should know about? Oh, so I, one of the things I love to make connections, 
Yeah. And one of the things I do, like uh, I probably in Facebook, I have uh, close to 5,000 friends now. And some of them, most of them, I don't know. Like they just add friends. And yeah. just to make the connection, I always make sure on their birthday, I send them an audio note. Um, that's my oh, that's first awesome. way of connecting with them. Yeah, I feel like how can you, because I feel like the online world has changed so much of the things we used to do traditional way of like connecting with people, making it more personalized, make it more customized. I always find a way on whether it's from Facebook Messenger or if anyone does anything for me, uh, how can you add some kind of your unique presence or your unique connection and build that relationship because you never ever know where your next customer is coming from, from, yeah. from, or you never know when you are making connection with your soulmate or your fr best friend. Like you never know. It's always like um, mm. I just, I just feel like connection and relationship is something we should think about and do more. Well, that is just such wonderful advice. Um, we talked about this a bit before, but for those listening who are really loving some of the advice, really interested, particularly um, in the things you've talked about around contagious uh, leadership, and, and I love what you talked about around leadership immunity, and where can people find you, Priyanka? Yes, so you can find me on Show Up With Priyanka. I'm on iTunes, I'm Stitcher, I think Google Podcast, uh, Spotify, Another place you can find me, uh, Facebook. You can just search my name, Priyanka Khandalkar. I'm also on LinkedIn, Priyanka Khandalkar. I'm also on Instagram. So you can find me on those three social media platform. Um, but yeah, those are the places. And then um, you can send me an email, showupwithpriyanka at gmail.com to let me know if there's something, any questions you have. And also you can go to my website called Scale Up With Priyanka to schedule a call or just learn about me. <laughs> Wonderful. That's, uh, that's really helpful. Well, uh, I really appreciate your generosity coming on and sharing. It's, um, it's just been wonderful to hear a bit of your story and to chat about some of the things you're, you're passionate about. I've really enjoyed the conversation. Um, so thank you so much for, for coming on and being such a great guest. Thanks. Thanks, Jono. And I will see if I can send you a document which you can have as a uh, free information around the leadership too, which you can attach in the show notes. That would be perfect. So if anyone wants that, make sure you check the show notes. We'll have a link there and you can actually get a document that Priyanka has put together around around this that, that, uh, that'll be really helpful for you. So make sure if you really loved this episode, you jump in and check the show notes and uh, and get that. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jono. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Leadership Conversations podcast as much as I did. If you're joining us for the first time, don't forget to check out consultclarity.org. That's our website, consultclarity.org. We have so many free resources on there, including our seven questions on leadership series. We've had more than 1,500 leaders from all over the world in all different roles, in different industries, answer these seven questions on leadership and leaders give these in-depth answers around how they spend their time, uh, a book that's been significant for them. It's just a gold mine. It's completely free to access. So go to consultclarity.org and look for that. We'd also love to interview you about your leadership. 
I believe your experience, your life, your context means that you have advice on leadership that other leaders can learn from. Yes, you, if you're going, not me. Well, no, I really believe you would have something to add. So if you're looking for a way to give back, it's completely free to get involved. And we would love to interview you through the seven questions on leadership. You just go to consultclarity.org forward slash seven dash questions dash interest or Google consultclarity.org seven questions interest and fill out the form and get involved. We have a free resource on our website called the Leadership Survival Guide. It's a 57-page ebook, 10 world-class leaders giving their thoughts on leadership, and that's completely free. It's available on our homepage, consultclarity.org, right at the top. So make sure you go and get that and download it today. And we have a free daily email that you can subscribe to. We send this out to over 15,000 leaders from around the world. And uh, it contains the highlights of content from our podcasts, our blogs, um, our books, books we're reading. It's got the best content and it gives you exclusive, limited early access to our masterclasses, workshops, new products, special offers. It's all for our subscribers. You can go to consultclarity.org forward slash subscribe and join 15,000 other leaders And you know, my gift to you is to work really hard, particularly through the Leadership Conversations podcast. I have been blown away by the quality of the leaders and I'm learning as much as anyone in doing these interviews. So I'm having a great time. And my gift to you is to keep lining up the best leaders I can to invest in your leadership. Your gift to me, if you're finding this helpful, there is something that you could do that would help us out massively. And that is to write a review and to leave a rating for our podcast or wherever you're watching or listening to this, I can't tell you how much that helps us out. Also subscribe or follow. It really does make a difference in helping us to help more leaders become everything they're meant to be. Another thing that means a lot to me personally is when I see our community share our content. So if you do share this or any other piece of content on social media, then thank you and and please do that. And look for me, Jono White, or clarity and tag us in your post. Our team is always looking for posts to engage with from our community. And there's also a chance that we'll share your content uh, to go beyond and share it with our followers. Last of all, you can check out my book. It's called Step Up or Step Out, How to Deal with Difficult People Even If You Hate Conflict. I wrote this book because 50% of the coaching sessions I have with leaders, this topic comes up again and again and again. And it's this idea of how do I have this difficult conversation? How do I lead this person better when I'm finding them difficult? Or in some cases you look and you say, I think I might be leading a difficult person. They're just quite difficult to lead or I'm finding them quite difficult to lead. So there's a three-step process that I unpack in step up or step out. And the amazing thing, and I've literally done this myself, and I've heard it anecdotally from other leaders as I've coached them, is that if you follow this process, you will see that person step up and change their behavior or make a decision, which is to step out some of the time. Uh, 95% of the time, people will step up or step out in just four weeks. And I stand by that. It's uh, You have to read the book to understand, but uh, I really do believe in it, and I've experienced it firsthand. It works. So you can go to Amazon, look up Step Up or Step Out John O. White or store.consultclarity.org forward slash book. Well, thank you so much for listening. We're going to be back with a new episode next time of the Leadership Conversations podcast. And I hope today has helped you 
to take another step towards becoming the leader you're meant to be. See you next time.